This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for tonight. We have come again into your presence. As we have come today, Father, you will show us your will in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because beyond my words, people shall see you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, we have worshipped. Hallelujah. Do something wonderful for Jesus this evening. Are you glad to be in church? Ask somebody beside you. Are you glad to be in church this evening? Has God been good to you? Before you sit down this evening, I want you to join me in appreciating my father and my mother and the Lord, Pastor Sholam, Pastor Abigail, Oshimakine, for this real privilege to share the word of God with you once again. Thank you. Before we sit tonight, I want us to read together the book of 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 3 to 4. Remember, we read this scripture on Sunday. So... It's just like uh, the continuation of Sunday service. Hallelujah. So let us read together. According as, in, as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through loss. Please be seated. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. You know, on Sunday, you know, Pastor Mayowa spoke about the Holy Spirit, who the Holy Spirit is to us, and what he has come to do in our lives. Pastor, you know, took it up from there. And he taught us about the new life in Christ Jesus. And we said, yes, it is true. It is true because he made an illustration on that very day. How God translated us from the kingdom of darkness into his marvelous light. And also, Pastor Ayo showed us the love dimension of God. And he said, are we a lover of God or a user of God? Hallelujah. But Mama said something profound that day. He said, I've been listening to all these messages. I don't think that you need a devotional guide again. Because you can't exhaust all these messages within two days except you are deceiving and i'm deceiving myself so what i would have done is to take the money dose from pastor shola mercy moment you know he spoke about god giving us helpers he led us into it you know on monday god giving us helpers and on tuesday i would have grabbed pastor Mayawa's message and listened to it on Wednesday, I will take Pastor Adisa's message and digest it. Today, 
Eh? On Wednesday, I'll be on Thursday. I'll just say, Pastor, your message and eat it. And on Friday, you can listen to Wednesday's message. But on Saturday, we now pick everything together, roll it together, press down. Then you pray with it. And on Sunday again, you are here saying, I'm here again, Lord. Show me the way to go. So this evening, we are quickly going to be talking about walking in dominion. Walking in dominion. You know, one thing God desires is that we, the new creation, should live a life of glory. He wants us to live a victorious life. When we talk of reigning, as in walking in dominion, we are talking about we as kings and priests reigning on this earth. When we talk about reigning, it's not about amassing wealth alone. It cut across every aspect of our lives. We reign in our career. We reign in business. We reign in marriage. We reign in every aspect of our lives. And that's why I said that we are a peculiar people. A chosen generation. A holy nation. Because Jesus came to birth a new nation. And we are part of that nation. And if we truly believe in that kingdom, we are meant to exercise the dominion that comes with that kingdom. And that is why that verse 4 is very, very important. First Peter. Sorry, Second Peter chapter 1 verse 4. I want us to go back there. He said, whereby are given unto us exceeding and what? Precious promises. That by what? That by this. By what? By those great and precious promises. He said, by this ye might be partakers of the divine nature. It means that if you want to be partaker, if <laughs> we want to be partaker of this divine nature, then we have to go back to these great and precious promises that he has promised us. He said, by these great and precious promises, we shall be partaker of God's divine nature. He said, by all these promises, that is the only way we can reign on earth. That is the only way we can take dominion in this life. Hallelujah. How do we assess these promises? We have them scattered in the Bible. Both Old and New Testament. We have them scattered. Don't let anybody deceive you that Old Testament is obsolete. It is not. Because without the Old, there cannot be the New. In fact, just like Pastor Shola said, our Father and the Lord, he said some of the scriptures in the Old Testament were quoted by the apostles. And we can find them in the New Testament. We can find them. So what am I saying? If you are married and you are faced with a challenge, the first thing you need to do is to locate that precious promise about marriage. And when you find it, the first thing you have to do is to rejoice. 
After rejoicing, you speak in tongues. After, you know, because when you speak in tongues, you are communicating with God. And at a point, God will tell you, just release that bullet. And once you release it, you have victory. You know, that song always come back to me. When I remember his promises, I shout out. So the first thing you do when you remember his promise, you shout that God, you are wonderful. That is the first step to every victorious, you know, every victory in life. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament, we were promised that the Messiah will come. And truly he came. When Jesus was here, he promised us that when I leave, the Holy Spirit will come. The Holy Spirit has come. Hallelujah. When you remember that with long life, will it satisfy you? You rejoice. And you say, I cannot die young. When you remember that I will bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take iniquity far away from you, then you say, the Lord, I rejoice. You speak in tongues. Then you say, sickness cannot dwell in this body because sickness died with Jesus Christ and you came out a new person. So, sickness cannot cleave to a dead person. Sure, you know. It's not possible because you're already dead with Jesus. So, sickness cannot cleave to you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, we said... The way, or let me say one of the ways to assess these promises is through the Bible. We can also assess it through the Spirit of God. The Bible says that the Spirit of God searches all things. Yea, the deep things of God. So the Spirit of God can always tell. That's why it's important, just like Pastor Maya was, Maya said on Sunday, to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I want us to go to Psalms number one. You know, most of us in this end time, we don't normally, you know, study the word of God. We just believe that let us just do things the way, you know, we, we think that it is right. No, it's not meant to be like that as believers. And that is why God has given us this template. He has given us this manual for our daily consumption. The word of God is for our day-to-day -day living. That's the primary essence of the word of God. It's not for you to prove to somebody that, yes, I know the scriptures. Have you read this, this, this before? This is what the Bible is saying. It's not for that. It's for our day-to-day -day living. It's not for teaching alone. It's for our day-to-day -day living. Hallelujah. But what do we have today? Let us read this. It said, blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Hallelujah. You understand that scripture is saying that you as a believer, why will you go eh, to an unbeliever, an ungodly person to ask for counsel? Why are you walking in that counsel of the ungodly? You are having marital issues and the best person to approach is an ungodly person for solution. It can't happen. Because you as a believer, you are meant to prefer solutions. 
And if you are to get solution from somebody, it should be from somebody in your own kingdom. Because nobody knows your kingdom better than yourself. It's a nation. Hallelujah. He said, nor stand in the ways of sinners. There is another set of Christians. All they do is to stand in the way of sinners. And sinners will be telling them, bros, now, let's go and relax now. Let's go to joints now. Bible says, when sinners entice you, do not consent. Why are you standing on their way? Jesus is our own way, the truth and life. He said, nor stand in the ways of sinners, or sit in the seat of scornfuls. Those are scorners. People who study the Bible, and the best they can do is, is to intimidate others, is to condemn, is to insult. These are scorners. They disrespect even servants of God. Why are you sitting with them, gisting with them, and you too, when they tweet, you tweet alongside. Ah, yes, now I said it now. That might just yearning nonsense. Hallelujah. We are not meant to be found in that place as a new creation. And please, let me tell those people that always do such things. That disrespect, talk to elders, talk to servants of God. These men are servants of God, though they are not their servants. They are servants of God. And Bible says that, who are you to judge another man's servant? They are not your servants. Why not face your own, you know, your own race? He said to his master, is either standing or falling. What is expected of us? But his delight is in the Lord. Verse 4, sorry, verse 3. Okay, verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. That is the word of God. And in his law does he meditate when? Day and night. It's for our day. Today living the word of God. He said, if you do this, what will happen in verse 3? And... That person that studies the word of God from time to time shall be like a river, like rivers that bring, sorry, shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its seed in season. Its leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever it does shall what? Shall prosper. That's how to reign in this life. So God expects us to prosper in every aspect of our lives. You know, when you just look at that promise that nothing in the household, he said, neither man nor female shall be barren in the household. You rejoice and say, God, I know that my children are coming. Hallelujah. All these things are very, very important to live a fulfilled life in this new nation. The promises of God, they are very, very important. Hallelujah. But I want us to look at some things that can hinder us from benefiting from these promises. Second Corinthians 7 verse 1. 
Second Corinthians 7 verse 1. He said, having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all feediness of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Salvation is free. But sustaining your salvation is hard work. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. It is not easy to sustain it. You know, in Nigeria, most, you know, you will see, I'm, I'm into construction. We see some buildings. When they build them newly, they'll be looking, you know, fantastic, beautiful. But give them, you know, give it years, like maybe five to six years. You'll be like, ah, ah. is it the same building I saw five years ago? Because maintaining and sustaining a thing <laughs> is more difficult. It's just like somebody wants to get married. And like, yes, on the wedding you are rejoicing. Yes, that's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. You still have a long way to go. So it is hard work. You have to put work, as in hard work, into your marriage. You have to put hard work, you know. You, you desire something from God. You don't need to relax about it. It takes hard work. The devil too is not sleeping. He has the whole 24 hours to himself. We will sleep in the night. He doesn't sleep. Hallelujah. The devil does not sleep. So anything you need, just lay hold of it. And it is very simple. Oh? Locate the promises, rejoice over it, speak in tongues, fire your bullet, you get results. Hallelujah. You know, I'm still going back to this. Those things that prevent us from, you know, assessing these promises. You know, on Sunday, Pastor Adisa said something. You know, he made an illustration about two, you know, he brought Bracola and his wife out, you know, to demonstrate that illustration. And he said that this person, Bracola, when he gets there, it's no more the same person, right? And I was wondering that. I, I know it is true, but it is hard to believe. Because when you see some Christians today, we're like, are you sure that uh, you can't add fruit to two nannies? Are you sure this thing is real? Until the Holy Spirit told me that, boy, it is real. And I, said, I know it is real. You cannot lie now. And he told me that, imagine a laptop or this phone. Imagine it that, okay, it crashed. This phone now, it crashed. And you see a warranty on it. The best thing you can do is to take it back to the manufacturer. When you get to the manufacturer, because it's beyond repairs, what he will do is to give you a new. Hallelujah. But, what the, you know, what determines the success of this new phone is what you load in it. So if you are still loading the old software in it, it will look as if you are still like the old one. Yet the phone is new. The phone is new. Yet you are installing old software. Those software that made the initial one to crash. 
And that is what some of us are doing. When we become born again, we still go back to the world, standing in the ways of sinners, walking in the you know, counsel of the ungodly, sitting in the seat of scornfuls. Those are the things you are loading into the new, you know, into the new phones. And before you know it, if not careful, you can crash again. But to prevent you from crashing, reformat it very fast. It will help you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. So let's quickly look at the things we need to do. The things we need to load in our spirit man as a new being in Christ. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. We read through to verse 11. Quickly. He said, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ seated. On the right hand of God. Continue. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is alive, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. He said, this is where I'm going. He said, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. If you want to walk in this newness of life, he said, fornication. You can't be loading all software in this thing and it will work. It's not possible. It will crash. Uncleanliness, inordinate affection, evil, let me pronounce it, and conversiousness, which is idolatry. Hallelujah. He said, for this thing's sake, the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. We have been translated into his kingdom. We need to walk in obedience, not in disobedience. He said, if you walk in disobedience, the wrath of God will be on those kind of people. He said, mortify. He's not saying that you should put aside, though. He said, kill it, mortify. Don't let it breathe. Kill it. Don't say that you only take time. It will just, ah, I need to adjust. You don't adjust it. You kill it. That's why it is hard. Working out your salvation with fear and trembling. It takes hard work. It's a deliberate work. I put under. All this uh, attachment. Hallelujah. Continue. In the which ye also walk sometime when ye lived in them, as in your old, old life. You used to do these things. You are not meant to be doing it again. You have to kill it. But now you also put off. You know it's easy. When you say put off, you can put it on again. Abina, put off. You put it on again. He said, put off. This. Anger. Bible says angry, but do not sin. You can put it off and wear it back. But it's better you put it off immediately. He said, do not let your anger last the day. Because if you, not, if you do not take care of your anger, it becomes wrath, extreme anger. And if you fail to deal with extreme anger, it will lead to malice. That is filthiness of the spirit. The first one is the filthiness of the flesh. 
filthiness of the spirit. Malice will lead, you know, to blasphemy. That is when we start saying, ah, don't mind that guy, Jerry. He's always full of himself. Before you know, we start blasphemy as in talking bad about that person. Because from anger, it leads to wrath. From wrath to malice. From malice, blasphemy. And from blasphemy, you see now, few decommunication. Oh, that guy is not, not it. Oh. Forget about that guy. You create, you know, you paint somebody else bad in the presence of others. That's fewness of the heart. Fewness of the spirit. And if you have this in your life, you have to reformat your hard disk very, very fast. Else it will land you in trouble. Verse 9. Hallelujah. I will stop here because of time. He said, lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. Don't wear it again. You have put it off. Don't wear it again. Tell somebody, don't wear it again. Tell somebody next to you, don't wear it again. Hallelujah. Rise on your feet. When I remember his promises, I shout hallelujah. When I'm... Whenever, when I remember his promises, I shout hallelujah. I want you to remember three of his promises tonight and rejoice over it. I don't know your present needs. Just think about those promises that God has promised you and rejoice over it. Zehilanda Jadevazasa Nanteke Tayata Paratani Zehikato Shapalianatayadaba. Father, rejoice at your wall like one who has found a great spoil. Ricado Shabahinta Leki Panante Ki Protoski Liata Namande Rosehina Nashatalabahe Kotosa Rendeledesh. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And if you are here, you need to reformat your system please do that immediately he is a loving father he hears us when we pray he hears us when we ask for forgiveness i know you are born again but what you are loading inside of you there are the things that will destroy you i want you to pray tonight that lord god i give it up today i give it up tonight in the precious name of jesus Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.